Well, hello, and welcome to the best damn lunch you'll learn ever. I am your host, Jen Hack. Do we have an unbelievable show for you today? I'm so excited. Are the brilliant and talented Dr. Steve Young on the show today talking about the keys to unlocking your happiest and healthiest life possible, right? Through mind, body, soul. Um, we're going to cover the gamut here today. But I wanted to go a little bit. So thank you so much, Dr. Steve, for being here. You're welcome. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give a little, a little bit of background and then I want to hear your story of how you got here, you know, and how you were doing this. And then we'll get into some of the questions and make sure if anyone's on here, if you have questions for Dr. Steve, please share it with the group so we can chat about it um, and share with your friends because we have a ton of information on the show today that, I mean, it's going to be an amazing lunch and learn. So, <laughs> so, um, so you have here, I was, when I was reading your bio, I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. I mean, since 2001, Dr. Steve has personally healed over 7,000 people directly and countless more indirectly. He's a foodie with a goal to eat at the top 50 restaurants in the world and tries to be a mix between Elon Musk and the Dalai Lama. Uh, he always loves talking about health, life, metacognition, parenting, and living to be 150 years old. And but and I, I love it that the fact is that you know you're using these tools at your disposal to help like amazing souls involve like with holistic healing systems to resolve physical elements, a workstation to cure poor posture. I definitely want to talk about that because yeah. I know I'm like this. <laughs> I'm typing, right? Um, so, and then inactivity and nutritional strategies to resolve the root causes of diseases, which I think is super important. Um, you know, now um, healthy lifestyle is becoming more and more uh, mainstream as before it was, you know, not so much. But so let's get like, so let's get right into creating that healthy mindset because I think that's where it starts right and then you can um and we'll expand on that from there yeah so yeah so awesome to be on this I, I can see Tracy's on yay hi Tracy so uh yeah I mean how I mean a little little backstory of how I got here right and so like anything we we tend to teach what we want to learn the most right and so essentially when I was young I was a pretty you know unhealthy child you know I was like uh video gamer playing like video games for like 16 to 20 hours straight and literally i would live on like a bag of oreo cookies as my entire day's you know nutrition right and so obviously growing up that way would lead to a pretty unhealthy system and so you know used to be sick all the time and you know at some point um i was like sick of being sick and so i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna sort of learn all about health and so this all started for like selfish reasons like i wanted to feel better and look better um, yeah, and just flash forward 29 years later, basically from, you know, reading the research and um, sort of practicing what I've, I've learned. And just recently now combining some of the science with magic is sort of how I, I ended up here. Yeah. And so um, to answer your question on framework of health. Yeah. I mean, I think in general, you know, there's so many um, tips and tricks out there, right? Like, I don't know, in like a five minute scroll on Facebook like this on your phone, you can probably see like, you know, half a dozen different like health tips, right? So very, very common. And so what, one of the things I try to do is like to give people the support and the systems to simplify, you know, how to live to 150 and, and love your way to 150. And so I'm super glad we'll be talking about some of that, some of that today. So yeah, for sure. For sure. Yes. Because I think that's true though, too, when you are scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, there's just so much data out there. How do you sift through what's real, what's not, what would be good for you? Um, and, you know, because we we're going to talk about vitamins and supplements because what you're doing will revolutionize health. Um, I mean, hands down. So um, maybe, we'll, well, let's just go right into that. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about that and how like, you know, different types of people's bodies and their blood type and how so if you want to expand on that and tell us a little bit about. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so currently, you know, just to give people some understanding of like, where are things now and where do we want to go and what that gap is, right? So people have an understanding. So currently the, um, we'll call it Western medicine. Mm -hmm. um, the system right now is if you have a symptom, right? That symptom essentially a, is a diagnosis. It's a label, right? It could be hypertension, which is high blood pressure. It could be diabetes, it could be you know, Alzheimer's, whatever that label may be. Mm -hmm. uh, the current system is we'll match that with a drug 
and uh, then you take typically the drug yeah. usually for the rest of your life, right? That's that's the current system. And so what we're seeing though in research is we now understand actually what's the root cause of those symptoms, right? Like the root cause of diabetes, of the high blood pressure, the cancers and the heart disease and all that stuff. And um, the beauty of it is there might be like a thousand different diagnoses out there, but under all those different symptoms, um, the root cause essentially is chronic inflammation in the body, right? So in chronic inflammation in the body just like wrecks everything, yeah. right? And so, you know, when, when we're born, unless we're born with a lot of toxins, which pretty much, you know, when they test every baby now is born with a lot of toxins, um, our bodies do naturally want to heal. It's able to heal. Like we literally just had a, pa um, a patient tell me through a simple um, uh, healing machines that we have, um, not only did her back pain go away, a cyst that she was supposed to have surgery to remove disappeared as well. Like wow. full side effect of the body healing itself. Right. And so um, to simplify things, instead of chasing tips and tricks and drinking celery juice and, you know, taking this spice and, and all this stuff, really just understanding what's the framework, what causes systemic inflammation. And so, you know, I've done a lot of talks recently in the last year at different events, um, talking about like, what is the root cause of chronic systemic inflammation? So in, in looking at thousands of research articles, um, we can sort of like frame it into five simple variables, right? One is sleep quality. The other is gonna be your gut health. Uh, one's gonna be your food choice in terms of what foods makes you inflamed versus not. And the amount of toxins in your body, right? And so getting rid of those toxins is important. And then the, the, the one that sort of covers everything is um, how are you, like what is your current relations to your life events and stories? Now the Western label will call it your stress levels. Right? Yeah. I tend to use different labels um, because it, it changes the frame of reality. I don't see stress as being high or low. It's just a relationship with your story and the and the circumstances. And so those are the five variables. And so if we can take action affecting each one, yeah. those, those five things, literally, as you restore the inflammation, your body starts to heal from okay. so many different ailments. Well, that's that's interesting. So when you let's talk about sleep for a second, since sure. you know, there's the first one off there. I mean, you hear people, I only need four hours of sleep. Like my body only needs four hours or mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm like, I need eight. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And so can we talk about what um, the difference between sleep and what it does to your brain when you don't sleep, sure. you know, your energy levels and um, the health benefits of getting enough sleep? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And so we can talk about the number first. Right. And so, yeah. you know, there's um, in all things, you know, it's like there's sacred geometry. Um, essentially that governs so many things. And you look at like shapes of like flowers and DNA and certain things that governs all things. Well, um, there's some universal things that's called like the, the bell curve. Remember like statistics from like college. And so, you know, you have like your standard deviation, you know, one deviation, two deviations away. And so for the masses, right, for 82.5% of the masses, um, your body and you will benefit fully from your eight hours of sleep. But there are some outliers, some people, when they start to look at different physiology, there's some people that can, you know, function well and be healthy off of um, less. But however, for the majority of the people, you want to get the eight hours, right, give or take, right? So it's really a range between seven to nine, eight being average. And so if you don't get that sleep, uh, think of it as like sleep is when your body does most of the healing for the body. It's when you're, think of it as like your daily um, thoughts and actions and memories. That's like, you know, you have your office and all this paper, like all this mail keeps coming in. You have like paper everywhere on your desk from all that like paper. And so when you sleep, that's kind of like when you take the paperwork and you file it neatly in your filing cabinet, right? In the under the right categories and things. So when we sleep, that's when our memory consolidates and, and all the random dots start to sort of make sense in our brain. Right. And so and then when you don't sleep, that doesn't happen really well. And so just think, imagine if you don't file your paperwork and you're trying to find that piece of paper later, it yeah. takes forever. You're like fumble through all this paper. You're like, where, where is it? But where is it? So if you don't sleep, that's kind of like how your brain works when it's trying to retrieve information. Yeah. You have a hard time getting to that dot and making it connect with other dots 
because it's just like a big jumbled mess in your brain, right? And also, if you don't sleep enough, it, it causes inflammation in your brain. That inflammation in your brain causes the Parkinson's, the dementias, and all those things. So, wow. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because, you know, when you don't get enough sleep, I'm not in there, you know? And, and, you know, the next morning, I mean, it is hard to focus. I mean, my brain is just like, just doesn't want to work. It's just like, no, we're good. You should just go back to bed. <laughs> so, but, you know, what are some of the things? Because when you're talking about, um, you know, paperwork coming in, right? And what do you think about setting timers or like turning your phone off, not having the phone by you? Because I think, I mean, for me, if it's there, I'm like, oh, let's see if there's another post on Instagram, mm -hmm. you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, so what, give us your, your thoughts yeah. on Yeah. I'm a huge fan of, um, I call it the set it and forget it systems, right? And so anytime we can set it and forget it, that's like amazing. Yeah. So uh, in my house, I just have a, a set it and forget it system where our Wi-Fi router and all of our electronics are plugged into a, it's just like a, literally it's like a $12 um, timer on from Amazon. And literally like nothing fancy, it's like manual, you click on these things. And basically what happens is at 11 o'clock, everything's dead right like no no electronics in a house and so it's a great set and forget a system because like none of us can be online or on the internet after that right and so and i also put my um phone on airplane mode after a certain time as well right and so mm -hmm. for sure because the the data shows that our bodies are exposed to a hundred thousand times more emf like electromagnetic um, high frequency electronic uh, vibrations are attacking our cells a hundred times more compared to just 100 years ago. Right? Wow. And so there are studies showing that that's starting to affect our genetics. Our genes are being slightly essentially um, damaged from these EMS. Right? And so, yeah, for sure, definitely um, turning off the electronics at night at a certain time. And other simple things would be like wearing blue light blocking glasses two hours before bed. Right. So if you want to go to bed at 11, you would start wearing it at nine o'clock. Make sure you do not wear blue light blocking glasses throughout the day, like some of the hackers are recommending, um, because that causes depression, right? And so oh. we need blue light into the eyes. Yeah, yeah. And so there, it's a great example. Of, like the hackers out there are reading partial information. You know, they'll read stuff like the blue light damages our eyes. What they're not reading is the ten thousand article that says fruits and vegetables protect your eyes from the blue light. And so they will recommend no blue light, which means you wear no glasses all day. What they don't realize is it's very unnatural to block out a wavelength of light for humans all day. That's just so yeah. unnatural. Yeah, that so, uh, it makes sense to do it at night because at night, back in the day, there was no, you know, lights. And right. so the sun is down and that makes sense. It works with our bodies. But yeah, during the day, blocking out blue light just kind of silly. It's like against science, basically. Yeah, against so, evolution. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Oh, that's interesting. Now, what do you say? Um, because it's hard to get into that kind of routine. So, like, mm -hmm. what would you what would you suggest? Like, okay, um, what is it? How many days do you have to do before it becomes a pattern? Think, yeah. And so, yeah. typically, the the average is about you know um, sixty days. You know, sixty six days really to establish a habit. And so, what I would do is, for example, um, let's say you're typically on electronics these days. We'll make up numbers at um, at twelve a.m. Okay. And you're like, oh, I, I really want to go to bed early, earlier, and I want to get off uh, electronics earlier. Well, you know what? Um, start turning it off at like 11.50. Okay. Right? And then a week later, after seven days, maybe go to 11.40. Like, shaving off 10 minutes is not going to feel like such a big change. Right. Like that's what, after a couple months, you're shutting it off at like 10 o'clock now. Yeah. I right? like that. That's good. A little bit. Yeah. Just little increments. It's the same system. You're just applying little increments to kind of get there. Okay, I like that. All right, all right. Well, there you go on your sleep. So you get our sleep done, so we can live healthier, right? Yes. So it's important. Um, and then let's talk about food because that's the most important thing. Sorry, I don't know who. Is, oh, yeah. Um, so regarding food, because what are the right, what are the foods we should be eating when you're talking about so many different ailments, toxins, and we'll talk about that too that are in the environment. And to to fight inflammation, to fight. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and so um, high level overview, I have like because again, food is probably where there's so many tips and tricks out there, right? Mm -hmm. And so I try to simplify things, and so I, I call it the three core values of food. Ooh. And so at the highest level, it's um, 
80% of the time eat healthy food. And I would define a food being healthy as uh, it hasn't been through a machine, right? Any food that hasn't been through a machine. So the other 20% of the time you can, you're going to eat some kind of package, something just because we live in America. Right. And so, um, the second rule, there's only three. The like, second one is eat the rainbow, like eat different colorful foods. Mm -hmm. Try not to only eat reds or only eat purples or only eat yellows because okay. every color in every food has a specific benefit, right? And so, for example, like we can say like the red foods are great for your eyes. The purple foods are great for um, anti-cancer. Like every color has its use, right? So eat different colorful foods and rotate so you don't eat the same food because one of the things that happens is you can eat the super healthy foods but if you eat the same foods day in and day out, that food can make you inflamed, which is huge. Oh. Yes. Wow. For example, like broccoli is great. It, actually, this applies to me. So I used to eat broccoli like five to six days a week for years. And then when I had blood testing, it showed that that broccoli was extremely inflammatory for me because I ate it too often, right? Because if you think about it, prior, like a thousand years ago, you know, we couldn't eat bananas year round, right? Because in the wintertime, there, there were no bananas, right? So everything had a seasonality to it. Nothing was nothing in life is linear. And right. so when we try to eat linear, it's very against the cycle of life, right? And yeah. so try to rotate your foods and, you know, eat the rainbow, eat variety. And the last one is from a, from a relationship with food perspective, it's uh, don't judge food as good and bad, right? Because if you go, that is bad for me, at some point, you're going to want to eat it. And when you do, that's followed by guilt. And that emotion of guilt is probably more pro-inflammatory and more unhealthy than the actual bacon, cheesecake, cheeseburger, whatever you deem as being bad for you. Mm -hmm. Right. So those are like the higher overall arching values that governs this. And then once you go one level deeper, the technical stuff, now it really is about the science of testing for which foods are best for your body. Right. So we currently have the science now to measure through blood work to see which foods uniquely to you makes you inflamed, right? So for me, like garlic, mushrooms, broccoli, those are all amazing and healthy for you, but unique to Steve, they are horrible for me, right? And so I really don't eat them. And, you know, we can also test like Naveen has biome, which is which foods uh, matches your current bacteria in your body, which is amazing. That's another way to look at food relative to your body. And then you can get this various genetic testing to see which foods, um, specific to your genes you need to eat more of versus less of right and so that's the science of you know proper nutrition and at, we're, we're at a stage right now if you're just following a blank diet that is completely outdated like i don't care if it's keto mm. in that diet whatever that diet may be it is just not scientific at this point we, we know so much we can customize it unique to the individual and let's talk about that too, because that's brilliant. I mean, think about that for a second. Yeah, because I, same thing all the time, but I mean, maybe that's, and we'll talk about more in inflammation too um, as well. But can you give a, can you talk about how and what steps we can take um, to create that or know what food we should be eating? Sure. Can you talk about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the fastest, easiest way, right, is to get the testing, right? So we have a process that we do. Uh, we, we get the three kits, we send it to the clients, they test, we get the results back and we have this sort of, because you know, what ends up happening is you get three data sets, right? For mm -hmm. example, broccoli might be like great for you for your blood, not so good for you from your bacteria and okay for you from your genetics. Now what? Right. So we have this process, you kind of figure out like, um, what is the cross referencing process to come up with a final data set that is the best foods for you from a genetic perspective from inflammation perspective and from a um, bacteria biome perspective. And then you eat those foods. Now that's fast, um, it's the most accurate, but of course it's the most costly, right? Because you, right. you get the three testing, you gotta have those analyzed and all that stuff. Now the, the way to do it where you're like, I don't wanna spend any money on this, it takes longer and that process is you do a 30 day elimination diet, right? Oh. So an elimination diet basically, just you can Google this, an elimination diet is just basically uh, fruits, vegetables, and nuts, mm. right? So you're eating um, like the cleanest foods that are least likely to cause any kind of inflammation, and you're eating a very strict, limited eating plan for 30 days. And then what that is designed to do is designed to kind of um, get rid of all the foods that might be causing you inflammation, so you have baseline at 30 days. And then you start to add one food every three days. For example, 
after 30 days of the elimination diet, you can add chicken and you would eat chicken for three days and you see and assess how you feel. If you feel a little bit more tired, yeah. maybe you start sneezing, maybe your eyes are a little bit puffy, you're a little yeah. bit more stiff in the morning. For sure, that means chicken is actually making you inflamed. And now you would know. And then after the three days, you add in eggs, right? And so you can, so every three days you add a food in. And so that's a very um, inexpensive, but yet you can imagine um, time consuming and lengthy way to do it, right? Because yeah. you basically know one food um, every three days or approximately two, two-ish foods every week. Mm-hmm. Those are the two, the two ways that you can do this. Okay. Now, can we go back to when you're talking about the rainbow? You, like you started to say, like one was for your eyes. One, can you tell us, like what what helps for each color of the rainbow? Like what it does, or is, is that? Yeah, I, I think um, usually. So you know, there's like layers. Right? So I started off with like the um, the core values of food, yeah. then like the science of in general how to approach food in terms of selection. And now, you, now you're getting a little bit deeper, which is, wow, which color does what, right? And so I, I will say that um, I usually don't like to go to that detail for the masses. And here's why. It's like, um, it's it's too drilled down for most people. Like most people don't even have the values established. So to get so detailed, you, you're better off setting the foundation up. Okay. Early. Okay, that's good. I like that. Well, now when you're talking, once you have that food too, right now, that's actually a good uh, segue into vitamins and supplements, sure. right? Um, so can you talk a little bit about the vitamins and supplements and things that you've created and how that ties in with getting to know the foods that are right for your body to have ultimate performance? Because this is going to shape, I mean, athletes, everybody. I mean, this is going to, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. So in general, I, again, I, I'm most you know, I always like to set like, what's the current and what's the future in the bridge, right? And so the current um, general consens- consensus with vitamins and minerals, I mean, if you if you ask most, you know, traditional doctors and say, hey, I'm gonna take a vitamin and mineral, yeah. still most of them will say, you're just peeing your money away, right? And so they kind of have this whole like, um, you can just get it from food. Yeah. And so there's some interesting data behind that, right? And so um, there's research showing that it takes eight oranges you need to eat eight oranges today to equal the nutrients of one orange from 40 years ago, right? Yeah, and so uh, in other words, from the industrial farming that's happening, the foods are not as nutritious as they once were. And so what we're finding is, when we, I mean, there's tests. We can do a test that looks at, are you deficient in your vitamins and minerals? And when we test people, we always find it. We have yet to see someone results that came back with no deficiencies right and so so from a broad perspective um, having supplements in someone's life program I think is essential right so we'll start with that and so what what we were what you were referring to was like uh, so there's a lot of supplements out there right so you can get all kinds of multivitamins you know a lot of companies make actually great multivitamins and there's a lot of supplements um, you know that do a lot of things and so um, basically what happened was about a year and almost a year and a half ago, um, so one of my, uh, you know, in this business called, called Mavericks, and so one of the Mavericks um, reached out to me and said, hey, Steve, um, I want to live as long as possible. I want to make sure I minimize my risk for all illnesses. I take a bunch of supplements. I have no idea if they're working or not. I was like, well, um, I'll just go and, you know, my idea at first was just go on Amazon and be like, buy this, buy this, buy this, and, and take this stuff. Yeah. So I went on Amazon, I clicked on all the ingredients that I would to design a uh, supplement. And just to give you some background, I used to own a supplement company like 22 oh. years ago. Yeah, we were the first company to make a before and after workout shake. Um, we actually launched that category. And so, well, when we when I went on Amazon to click on those things, I was like, oh, it's like $778 a month to take these supplements, right? It's like, no one's gonna wanna spend like $800 a month on supplements. Yeah. So, uh, you know, having um, experience in making supplements, so I basically reached out to manufacturers and said, look, if I buy bulk amounts of each and have you make this, like what's the minimum order? And so I found out what that was, went online, and then, yeah, so a bunch of people said yes, and that's how this started. And so basically, yeah, it's a mix of like 11 ingredients designed, the main intention is to decrease systemic inflammation, right? Because we know, like we just talked about, that systemic inflammation is the root cause of almost all illnesses. And so the cool thing is a lot of the um, um, herbal nutrients in there, and and just so you know, every ingredient in there was carefully selected to have 
thousands of research articles supporting that it actually works, right? So when I added it up, uh, when I started looking into research, there was about 19,000 research articles supporting this. And the, so and I say that because sometimes, again, people still say, oh, there's no research behind that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of research behind. There's tons of research that shows actually natural things, specific natural things work better than prescription drugs. Just, you know, there's no farm rep handing those out, right? Because it'd be, they would lose money if they did. Right, exactly. Right. So, yeah, so we use like full research-based dosages, which is why, you know, if, if you if you know and you take the supplements, it's 12, 14, 16, 18, could be 20 pills a day, right? Yeah. The other thing is, if you think about it, if anyone that's listening has ever taken nutritional supplements, the bottle just says take two a day or take right. one a day or take three a day. Just think, how could, like, if someone weighs 100 pounds and someone weighs 300 pounds, how could both of them take two a day? That doesn't make sense, right? Because yeah. if you look at research, everything is dosed by body weight. And so even if you buy regular supplements that just like take this amount, they're not scientifically dosing you. And so the, the supplement we designed is based on body weight, thus the range of pills. And there's a lot of pills because what most people may not realize is when you buy a nutritional supplement, you know, from a health food store or on Amazon, 99.99999% of the time it's underdosed, right? And the reason they do that is because profit margins, right? And so it's um, uh, it's very rare to ever see a supplement that's like fully research-based dosages. Like literally in the last 20 years, maybe two to three brands ever. Uh, and under those brands, specific products are actually fully dosed. Yeah, so literally 99.999% of the time the supplements are, are way underdosed. Yeah. Yes. And then, so you can, you can now how can they get if they wanted to purchase this if they wanted to do that how would they reach out to you to get this amazing <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean currently um you know it's not like so again i mean right now it literally is being made for like our tribe of, of awesome people right so it's not like i have like an official you know thing set up for this but if, if people are listening to one and two i'm sure and i like this page like message me and i'll send you some information how what's been happening is like if enough interest, I go and make a batch and I send it out. Yeah. And then the next batch, we'll, we'll go make it. So yeah, if there's any interest for sure, just have people, if you're listening, you know, just, um, I guess, private message me and I'll, I'll send some information. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we have some questions in here. Oh, Mia Voss is on. Uh, so Mia, hey Mia. So let me see, hold on, I just lost it. What was your question again, Mia? It's about, oh, hormones. Um, uh, based on body weight, what are your thoughts regarding to hormones, uh, premenopause? Uh, wouldn't that make a difference of um, based on gender, age, hormones? You mean in terms of supplements? Yes, for sure. Um, the again, we it's science, right? So if we have the data, we can customize. You know, we have this process where we can test everything about you in your body, right? And so, you know, when you when you go to the doctors and you get like your physical, yeah. And it's got like your A1C levels, your blood sugar, and your liver enzymes, your white blood cells, and all that stuff, right? And so they really look at about 20 different variables in your body. And those 20 variables are really designed to be like, oh, here's a red flag, and let's, again, match it with a drug. Uh, we have the science right now to test for over 4,000 variables in your body, right? Uh, not just 20, but 4,000 variables. And so your traditional doctor really is using about half a percent of the available data to try to figure your internal stuff out. That's like if you were a business consultant, that would be like going to a business and trying to like be a consultant for the business to grow their business, walking into the bathroom, looking at the toilet and be like, I got it. I know everything about your business. That's basically medicine right now. Right. And so, yeah, so we can test. So if the answer of like female gender hormones, yeah, we could. It's way beyond that. I mean, we, we have people where um, a, a client was a uh, work for a family business. Um, that was a dry cleaner and just from that we knew which test to to implement to detect what may be happening in this body and the supplements were were customized based on that medical history and that lifestyle right and so yeah so we have the science to kind of drill down and find out everything about your body these days well beyond age gender menopausal or not and all that stuff for sure oh my god i love it yeah, that, and but also, you know, let's talk about toxins too. When because you brought up a good point, I mean, let's talk about there's so many toxins. I had no idea. I mean, like in so many different areas, or you know, in your house and just an environment. But can we talk about that? Sure. Yep. And so again, baseline. What what's the current status? Um, 
Yeah, so nine years ago, they did a study where they took just, you know, blood from average Americans and they analyzed it and they took blood from adults and they took cord blood from newborn babies. Oh, and the found was that nine years ago, a newborn baby already had 100 industrial chemicals in the blood that didn't belong there and the adult had 200 chemicals. And so they re, so the, which is already shocking. Like yeah. again, baby was born, hadn't even touched anything or eaten any food yet. It has a hundred chemicals in there. And so they repeated the study last year and here are the new numbers, uh, 200 chemicals in a newborn baby. And in adults, it's between three to 700, right? And so we have three to 700 chemicals on average. Like if you're really watching what you're doing and eating organic, you have about 300 chemicals. If you're just like, I have no idea, no awareness, yeah. probably have like five, six, 700. And yeah. so some other stats, like the average female rubs on 141 chemicals. Notice not eats, but rubs on 141 chemicals a day and the average male is half that, about 70. And so what we're seeing is um, you know, another stat. So in the EU, there's about 1,016 chemicals. They're like, this is cancerous. We can't, we ban this. You cannot have this in your products. In America, completely allowed, all 1,016. And so we're, we're literally, I call it, we're being poisoned for profits, right? And so it's well beyond um, glyphosate, like Roundup, which is like the big chemical. There is way more stuff that is um, coming into our body from all kinds of sources, like mm -hmm. your, your soap, your shampoo, your, mm -hmm. your deodorant, personal care products, your house cleaning products, um, your electronics are constantly off-gassing chemicals. Um, I mean, if you didn't use any non-VOC paint, your paint's off-gassing. So basically, we can't avoid it. Yeah. But we can minimize it. We can minimize it by eating organic. We can minimize it by um, using personal care products that are non-toxic. And so we, we developed a database for people. It's called tossouttoxicity.com. So tossouttoxicity.com. That was my next question. I'm like, where do we find this information to avoid these things? Yeah. So it's basically a, a simple database. If you want to buy any personal care products, you go under the category. And basically, you'll find um, the safest products that are also on Amazon Prime. Like, so you're literally two clicks away from a solution. Like, click, click on Amazon Prime, and boom, and you're done. Oh, I love so, that. That makes it simpler. Makes it simple, right? We basically base it off of a main database. Um, it used to be called Skin Deep. And Skin Deep has hundreds of thousands of products. You can type in your shampoo, and yeah. it can tell you how toxic it is. But the drawback is it's a um, problem identifier, but not a solution giver. It doesn't say, instead of this, buy this. It just tells you how toxic it is. Okay. So I basically had a, a team go in there, and the instructions were recreate the entire database under every category, find the top three safest products that are also on Amazon Prime. And so oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 So the toxins are huge. They affect everything in our body, our hormones our immune system, our brain function. We have so many people that go through our detox program and within two weeks, they're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize I had brain fog. It's almost like they didn't realize how suppressed their brain function was until it wasn't suppressed anymore. Well, let's talk about your detox program. Like, so how, like, can we talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, and so uh, essentially it's a combination of that elimination diet, right? So we take away all the foods that are uh, pro-inflammatory. And so, you know, I, I have it where, again, I, I realize not everyone wants to, and of course can afford the testing, right? It's like, you know, some of the blood testing, for example, the ALCAT testing, we're looking at approximately $750 just for that one test, right? So we have a, a full program where we can test for the foods that make you inflamed. We also test for cancer markers because and just so you know, some of these tests can detect cancer like 10 years before it shows up as a tumor, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we have the signs of really early detection. And so I figure everyone's going to want to know if they have some type of cancer in their body like they want. And so we do the cancer test. And then we, of course, test to see what are the actual toxins in your body right now. And so from that, we customize a program with the nutrition plan. We customize the supplements. We basically order all the supplements for you. And then we literally, like, you don't have to order the supplements. We order it for you. Then we hand put them in a biodegradable, earth-friendly deli packet. And you just, like, in the morning, rip over the packet and take the supplements. And at night, rip open the packet and take the supplements. Like, we make it the implementation for uh, as, as done for you as possible. So anything from that, too, we just give you the, the how and you do it yourself. Like, it's a DIY version. right? So depending on what people's essentially needs are and resources financially, we, we want everyone to detox so we made it so it's like you know ultra lux done for you we test everything or like do it yourself basically right well, that's awesome. 
Um, when you're talking about detoxing, I also want to talk about the amount, like water, because like, you, you hear like you have to have alkaline, you have to drink, you know, certain types of water. What is your thoughts on that? And how much should we be drinking? Sure. There's so many people say you need to drink this. And I see people walk in, walk in the gym with these huge ports of water. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so let's talk about like the importance of, um, was it, um, alkaline and then oxygenized water? Yep. We can talk about that. Yeah. So we, we can talk about the amount first, right? Okay. So easy we'll, we'll, uh, again current current state of the matter and so the typical recommendation is like eight glasses a day you can throw out the completely non-relevant right there's no science behind the eight glasses a day. it goes back to how could a hundred pound person and a 300 pound person both drink eight glasses a day and so what it really boils down to there's so many variables right in other words um, how active are you how much are you sweating your genetics like you know some people sweat some people don't sweat as much, right? Yeah. And so in your height and your frame size and your body weight, all of that affects your, your fluid intake. And so, you know, I haven't found any, like, um, I wish it was like a website you can like plug all this information in and it like spits out for you, like what's the ideal water? I haven't seen that. I will say that, um, yeah, I mean, we actually could make it, it would be pretty simple. Yeah. And so, but what I do is I, I'm a huge fan of like the practice as much as I am into science, I also love intuition and magic, right? And so when it comes to water, this is a great tool, right? A great practice, a great path for you to practice this intuition, which is, you know, drink enough water and be, be in tune to your body, right? So we all know a couple of things. By the time you're thirsty, it's too late. You, you've been already dehydrated. Yeah. But that's actually a great indicator of how much water is your urine color. Right. And so you want your urine color not to be like dark beer color. You want it to be like really, really light. You don't want it to be perfectly ultra clear either, because at the other extreme, if you drink too much water, you're actually flushing out too many minerals in your body. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Okay. In, in life, anything too much um, is unhealthy. Right. And so okay. even water. In fact, if you drink too much water, you can actually die from flushing out too much salt in your body. It's called hyponatremia. That's the medical label. You literally, your heart, um, pal like you can die from this, right? And so, yes, so more is not always better. Yeah, and I but, think it's time for you to make that. So we <laughs> drink too much water. Yeah, so definitely, again, your your urine will tell you, right? And so you want yeah. a tiny bit of color, a tiny bit of yellow in the, in the urine, but not perfectly clear, but not ultra dark either. That's like probably the best indicator. And you figure, just think, if you're in tune to that after a month, you'll know. You'll know, you'll get a real good feel of, how much water is the most serving for your health and your unique body, right? So that's the amount. Now the other is, you know, alkaline, oxygenized, and all that stuff. I always say this: um, most of the alkaline waters don't do anything. Okay. Right. So we can that's junk. Same thing with um, really oxygenated water. That's also doesn't work. The only science um, that's proven in terms of something in the water that's helpful is hydrogen. It's huge. Yeah, there's technologies that can add hydrogen directly into the water. And so, you know, I started to look on Amazon. There's some um, uh, Amazon sellers that are selling cans of water with hydrogen. They're all fake. Uh, don't buy any pre-made hydrogen water, all fake, because the hydrogen reverts back to, like it basically um, goes away in the can, right? But you can buy, there are devices, they're like bottles of water, yeah. uh, like water bottles that you add water into and through this electrical process, it adds hydrogen to the water. And then you have to drink it right away as soon as you make it because it's constantly diffusing. It's constantly like evaporating out of the water. If you drink this hydrogen water, it is profoundly helpful. Like, like too good to be true healthy for you. I'll give it a, uh, so they gave it to people with metabolic syndrome, which is fancy for like weight gain, pre-diabetes, you know, high blood pressure, typical stuff. Uh, in eight weeks, it cured them of it. It, it was gone. They gave what? it to yeah. They gave it to mice. It increased the um, lifespan of mice by ninety one percent. Okay, I gotta find this hydrogen thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's awesome. And so yeah, there's there's sellers of it. Uh -huh. you, know, you can just search for like hydrogen rich water bottles. They're uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. I like so if you have like special water, that's the only sort of special water I would spend money on. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Now let's, so that's when you're talking about working out, like you brought yeah. them up too. Like, let's talk about exercise and the importance of exercise and how that changes with like what you're eating. And I do want to talk about um, post shakes because I always feel like, oh God, that's 500 calories, you know, when I go. And then like, so the, what was the point of me working out? So yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. So, um, 
So we'll, you know, we'll go to movement first. And so yeah. um, the beauty of science is science has already looked at like, what's the, if the goal of the, of the, you know, viewers is uh, to get in great shape, um, to live the longest possible and to have the best health span, which is like to feel young and have the most amount of energy as we're physically, you know, aging in, in linear time. Um, research has already looked at like, what's the best program for this, right? The compare steady state cardio, which would be like jogging to uh, standard resistance training, like going from machine to machine yeah. uh, to interval training, which is uh, nonstop high intensity um, resistance training followed by some rest, followed by nonstop. And what they found was that that interval training uh, process is much better at turning on the genes that make you young and make you high energetic and feel awesome and all that stuff, right? And so, you know, from a from a programming perspective, you want to do some type of high intensity movements continuously for about three minutes, followed by a minute of like either rest or low intensity, and then repeat. So that's how you structure the program. And then after that, you might be asking, well, what movements do I do? So there's there's a lot, right? So there's probably like a thousand or probably 10,000 different exercises these days. I will say this, some interesting concepts for people to understand. Um, when you when you look at most gym exercises, right? When you go to the gym, um, our bodies in gym exercises move in straight lines, right? So like imagine like a lap pull down, a bench press, a bicep curl, like, it, like our bodies move in these straight lines. And if you look at life, like no one moves in straight lines. Like our limbs actually move in these diagonal patterns across our body, like getting your seatbelt on, putting a shirt on. Yeah. Um, we, we never move in straight lines. And so I'm a huge fan of um, thinking that we're all athletes. It doesn't matter if you don't play a sport, you're a life athlete, right? right. Which means you want to have a, um, a physical health that, you know, allows you to be capable and awesome at, I don't know, like getting out of the car, um, carrying grocery bags and, you know, carrying your laptop around, like life stuff, right? And so we want to make sure that we're training our bodies in movements that are actually preparing us well for life. And so incorporate diagonal movements into your workouts is amazing, right? Because too many straight lines. And also, if you think about it, if you look at gym exercise, like squats, lunges, elliptical, riding a bike, walking on a treadmill, all of those mo motions are moving our bodies back and forth, right? Forward and back. Mm -hmm. We're not really training side to side movements. Yeah. And we're not training rotation movements. In life, how, how often do we go side to side and rotate a lot? Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're training those directions of movement. And so when you start to understand that framework, at least when you go to an exercise class, if you're working with a fitness professional, um, you now know that ideally when they give you a workout program, or if you look online, you know, on YouTube, if you want to look at a workout, yeah. I, an ideal workout contains those elements, diagonal movements, and you move in all three directions, forward, back, side to side, and rotate. And yeah. you, know, you should yeah. play that's, that's tennis. <laughs> yeah, right. So all sports activities involve all of that. Yeah. And so when you go to the gym stuff, it tends to be very linear, very, um, yeah, non non lifelike, basically. Well, you know what I'll do on the treadmill too. I'll turn and do side running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So which I like. I mean, it's good. It's good for leg day. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it works. Um, but you know, the other thing is, is that doesn't it? I've heard this, so just correct me on this, is that the three hours after you work out, it's like your best brain function time? Is that yeah. accurate? For sure. After you work out, there's a lot of things that are happening, right? And so yeah. essentially what's fascinating is, you know, I'm, I'm like a meta guy. So um, the thing is not the thing, right? The thing is always like deeper. And so when you work out, yeah. um, the exercise, like the movements that you're doing, um, may not be the main focus right there's so much beyond that you know yeah. setting clear intentions of what's the layer deeper than that for example um when you when you do a movement let's say and you're squeezing your muscles for sure there's a transient amount of time for about two to three hours where your body has just been taxed right? yeah. you've been you know stressed right yeah. this is a great example stress can be very 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 helpful right so mm -hmm. your body was just stressed and now it starts this repair process and that repair process is amazing for your body, right? And so part of that process is it has this heightened ability to absorb nutrients. You know, your brain can think better. There's all kinds of 
uh, studies show that when our physical body moves, our mind also moves better, right? also thinks better. And so, um, and this, you know, circles back to your comment before, like post-workout recovery and, and shakes and all that stuff. Yeah, so because of this shortened window of like roughly two hours um, to absorb nutrients, it's the one time a shake, right, a powdered substance yeah. is more advantageous than solid food. The reason is solid food takes a while to digest. Like, yeah. people not realize if you eat chicken, that may take seven hours to digest, right? It takes a long time to digest, yeah. And so you would miss that window. And, you know, again, we talked about like, you know, avoid judging foods as good or bad. Well, all the bad foods, like your sugars, yeah. actually becomes great for you right after a workout, mm. right? Yeah. So it's just innately, I don't see anything in the universe as good or bad. It's just, it doesn't fit, right? And so this is a great example of the sugars fit really well right after you work out because it does help your body recover much faster. So yeah, actually- I am full after I have that. So like for hours. Yeah. 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 So you can have a shake and then, um, yeah. and if you're full for hours, that's great because the net calories throughout the day didn't increase. Like yeah. for sure, if you're working out with the intention of dropping body fat, yeah. you want to make sure that you're not, um, you know, always eating a caloric surplus. Then it's kind of hard to lose body fat in that process. Yeah. But yeah, so a, a shake afterwards, especially with some sugar afterwards, can actually be tremendously helpful for your body to repair. And when it repairs well and you have great, you know, muscle volume and all that stuff, um, that speeds up your metabolism and your therefore you will lose a lot more body fat over yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Sign me up for that. No, because we got a few more minutes, but um, because I said it for for one. Um I can't believe this is such good information. I'm like, we didn't get to meditation. So, um, but real quick, I want to do a sauna. Good for you. What's the benefits of going in the sauna? Because I've been seeing that a lot. Versus, sure. And then we'll go yeah. into a quick, like five minute um, meditation and then um, sure. circle up. Yep. Real quick on sauna, for sure. Um, saunas, um, sweating is great, right? And so sauna, infrared saunas is a uh, very effective way to not only get the heat into you, but the infrared rays itself has healing properties, right? So. Wow. Big fan of the sauna and sweating, mainly because we are full of toxins, right? So the sweating helps get rid of the toxins. So huge fan of the sauna. I have a, a personal sauna uh, at home that I use on a regular basis. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so huge fan of that. And then as far as meditation, yeah. yep. And so um, it tends to be a daunting task for people who, who have never meditated, right? And so I'm a huge fan of meditation. There's many forms of meditation, but I think for a lot of people, the concept they think of meditation is my mind just goes quiet, right? I'm in Zen. That's really, um, it takes, you know, years to kind of get to that place in that practice. And so I'm a huge fan of like easing into things, right? You know, I have to like jump in. And so um, the system I usually recommend is for someone that has the intention of meditating, but they've never meditated, I always recommend like wiggling your finger a hundred times, three to five times a day for the first month. Like all you're doing literally is like one, two, three, four super easy what that does is it brings your mind into the present right you're counting one two so for a minute minute and a half at a time three to five times a day you're just quieting your mind and bringing it to the present and after a month that should be very well practiced yeah transition to guided meditation now you're just literally listening to someone talk to you right yeah. so like get an app put on your earphones and again if you've been practicing this for a month you have the practice to not have your mind wander too much you can actually listen to the person talking to you for like 15 minutes yeah. and after a month of that then you can try like traditional meditation which is you're sitting there and letting your thoughts come and the concept is it's like um, getting a mosquito bite meditation is like noticing the itch but not scratching it mm -hmm. right? so you notice the thoughts come but you're not interacting with the thoughts and just see what comes up there's like tremendous wealth of of knowledge like we have inner wisdom beyond what we realize in us that tends mm -hmm. to come out during meditation. Exactly. Is that different than transcendental meditation? Yeah, yeah. So there's many forms. I mean, dozens. I, I hear that a lot. The yeah. Transcendental. Yep. I mean, I usually just recommend like that traditional route because, again, I, I feel like um, when you give um, a beginner too many variables, their brains are focused on too many stuff, right? Okay. So I'm a huge fan of like fundamentals. Start with that for for most people. Yeah. But for sure, I mean, there's there's types of meditation that like you know, like you're astral projecting and your your mental form, your mental consciousness exits your physical body. I mean, yeah. all kinds of stuff. But for most people, listen to your thoughts um, and just allow them to come up. 
that's that's a great start. I love it. That's awesome. Okay, so we have three minutes. This is so good. I'm like, I can't. I got no. I didn't take my notes. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. So, how can uh, the audience get in touch with you? And we'll set we'll put links in here too. But just so yeah. they're listening. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, if anyone has that's watching has any questions, I mean, feel free to to message me on Facebook. I'll personally go into this video and comment so you can just find me. That's probably the easiest. We're more than happy to answer any questions because I know we, we did go over a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. So I usually like to recommend after doing podcasts and these videos is, I mean, there's a lot of, there were a lot of things um, that we talked about that are extremely helpful. And again, I'm a huge fan of uh, practicing listening to our inner wisdom, right? And so. Uh, once you've consumed all this information, just find a quiet space, give yourself five minutes, take a deep breath, and just just like ask yourself of all the things I just learned, what is the most impactful and helpful for my goals regarding my health? And just listen to what comes up. And then whatever comes up, act on that, right? Because it's amazing to allow your subconscious, your soul, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, to kind of help you and support you to make that decision. Or else it's like too much left brain analytical. It becomes a little bit chaotic that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, um, tell us about the company. So it's uh, Body Solutions. Yeah, so Body Solutions is where I'm at right now. It's my brick and mortar business. It's like my test kitchen where we play with all kinds of different variables and stuff, and then we birth it to the world. And so we also um, have Immortal. So Immortal is we do we can do telemedicine. We can heal people remotely. We're also building. We, you know, we can brief talk about a workstation that we'll be launching in a couple months, uh, where uh, basically it solves slouching and it solves inactivity. You actually become more healthy while you're working on your computer. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it solves a huge problem worldwide. So. Oh my God, that's so awesome! Well, thank you so much, Dr. Steve, for being yeah. on the show today. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks, and make sure you guys will put the links in. So, but we'll have, we'll have to do a follow up one too. Yeah, so. we can. <laughs> That'll be good. All right, thank you guys. All right, see ya. Bye.